Hey there, We Can't Wrestle Podcast listeners. If you haven't noticed, we have switched our server to Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go ahead, download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Highly recommended by me and everybody else here at the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Hey, this is a national treasure, and the real world's champion, Nick Aldis, and just when you thought, that every possible wrestling podcast name in the world was taken, Nate comes in with a clinch with the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Wow. All right. I would love to say that I have heard the We Can't Wrestle podcast, but until about five minutes ago, I was unaware that such a thing even existed. But one thing I can tell you is that Based on Nate's unbelievable level of praise for me, I would go ahead and say that Nate sounds like a knowledgeable, smart, trustworthy human being, and his expertise should be lauded and appreciated by all of the listeners of the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to episode 99. That's right, episode 99 of the We Can't Wrestle podcast. I'm Nate Maxson, your host, and on this week's show, as we trudge on to episode 100. I'm so proud of that. Episode 100 coming up in a few weeks. But anyway, back to this one. Episode 99. You never want the uh, the 99 to be ignored. Uh, this week, Aaron, Archie, Chris, Kyle, and I all sat down and had a conversation about the fact that I contend that professional wrestling is dead. Not sports entertainment. Sports entertainment is alive and well and thriving, I guess, but professional wrestling is dead, and that is my contention, and it is a great conversation. Um, so without further ado, let's just get into it. Let's let's get into our conversation, my conversation, with my boys here in the We Can't Wrestle podcast about the fact that professional wrestling is dead, and it is the We Can't Wrestle podcast. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello, everyone. As, as always, everything We Can't Wrestle is fashionably late. I love the fact that Eric flipped off exactly on cue without rehearsal. It was beautiful. Right. He you didn't even like, know. Look at my like look at this lunchbox. Oh man. Ooh. I got one of those. Cool? You sent it to me. I know. I have mine. And guess what? You have lunch in, in it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Hey, wait a minute, Aaron. 
did they draw in Hogan's hairline on that box? Probably. Probably. <laughs> so what are we doing here tonight, Nate? What we are doing is we are, I am setting this up right now, sorry. We are, as Archie and I have talked about all week, uh, I made a post after I watched the uh, Stadium Stampede piece of shit thing that AEW put on on their pay-per-view. Um, that bad episode of Saturday Night Live. And when I posted about it, my thing was, between the Money in the Bank fiasco and that one, I finally think wrestling is pro wrestling. Pro wrestling is off of life support and finally dead. Um, and I disagree. The and and I cannot wait to discuss this. We're saying debate discussion. Archie's going to come and hit me with a steel chair, like real old school wrestlers did over the Definitely. head. That's how we're but, ending the show. <laughs> but um, and and again, I, I want to say that is my assertion that what we knew of as pro wrestling is dead Maybe. now. Maybe. Yes. You can't, Air, you can't, you can't, I can't make my opening statement yet. You right? can't make your opening statement yet because you fucking lost. Uh, the, the, the is, flip, the fl- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And the problem you is, should be. Though, is that when Archie hits <laughs> Nate with the steel chair, Nate's going to have CTE and he's going to be standing outside of his house. I'm going to be like Vern Gagne. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be watering his plants with his wiener and being like, "Ah, oh, <laughs> be well, I mean, in all fairness, he's gonna strangle an old German dude. Well, in all they fairness, I mean, Archie is wearing an Omega shirt, so if he's gonna hit him with a Terry Hill, confuse him with a blow up doll anyway. Jazz hands, <laughs> Jazz hands. or he'll hit, he'll hit the Invisible Man, and then it won't matter. Right, right. I won't know who I'm hitting yet. But the fun part about this is Aaron of all people, is going to be our moderator this evening. Yes. And if and you've Kyle watched and... any episode in the past, you know that Aaron is possibly the last person that I have no an idea what you are talking about. But I think he'll do a good job for this. I mean, I can turn it over to somebody else. No, I, I specifically... What <laughs> I way to moderate. <laughs> Nate, when I said I wanted to do this, my exact words were, I want Aaron to moderate, and I want Chris and Kyle here so they can watch and take sides and... I knew what I wanted, and I got it. Yeah, but see, the thing is, that I drank, and I didn't make popcorn, so I feel that this is not going to live up to the full potential it could have been. Oh, like, out of any show prepared. we've ever done, this is the one I give, <laughs> <laughs> I give the least shit about. <laughs> the best well, that our moderator couldn't make that statement without stopping to I, laugh. I think we I'm all do. This is the scared. fun episode. We're not really taking it that seriously. Everybody is going to, you know, me and Nate are going to state our opinions and see where it goes from there. And I'm and not Brent. too drunk yet, so I want to say to all the people watching right now, please, please interact with us. Yes. Send us yes. your send us your uh, your reasons why pro wrestling is it dead or is it not dead? Brian Brian McGraw says he'll be Mills Lane. Now he wants a good clean fight. No chair shots or low blows. Damn oh, it! I was playing. Promise. No, no, hold on. You can't I be was... Mills Lane. He sat there and let Tyson bite the fucking ear of Holyfield. Right. Not once but twice. He's not impartial. Does that does that make? Uh... And he was in that abysmal match from Bash the Beach with Buff Bagwell and Roddy Piper, so. <laughs> Just a segue away from that Buff makes, Bagwell, tomorrow, Hacksaw that... Jim Duggan will be appearing at our virtual show at 6 p.m. Yes. And I don't know if you guys saw, big announcement, all of them were big announcements, but 
Big Sexy himself, Kevin Nash. Next week. Next Saturday. That's huge. June the 6th in the Virtual Asylum, the Asylum Nerd Closet, World Championship Customs. No problem, Chris. Do you have a lineup? Do I have a what? Do you have the lineup coming up? Yes. Actually, I do. Hold on. Let me get on my Facebook page. I actually remember that. I remember that. Oh, my God. I thought this was going to be a debate. There's a All lot right, of cool so, guys coming up. There's a lot of cool. I know Ricky Martin's coming up. Kevin Nash will be the 6th, June 6th. Two weeks after that, we will have Road Warrior Animal on the 20th. So if you watch Dark Side of the Ring and you got any questions to ask Animal about LOD or Hawk, please come on up and join us. On uh, oh, I'm sorry, on June 13th, actually, the week after Nash, we're going to have Sabu. The homicidal, genocidal, suicidal Sabu. What depresses uh, me? All these guests. I'm a Funko collector, and right. Nash is the only one with a Funko. <laughs> I was Here's like, this is going to be all. Here's the good thing, though. He I wish I could see people's names. He Everybody will be back to, see, to do merchandise signing a little later on. So the, this show on the 6th, he won't be signing any merchandise except for the 8x10s, but then he'll come back in about a month or so and be signing everything from shirts, pops, you name it. Uh, the 27th, we will have the Nasty Boys, Brian Nobbs and Jerry Sags. The uh, the July 11th, we will have Vicky Guerrero, the wife of Eddie Guerrero, Latino Heat. And that's Brian McGraw says called. that's his boo. Yeah, she's my boo, too. She How can you see people's names? Looking. I don't see people's names. Because I'm watching the stream on my phone. Right. Uh, on, on the 18th of July, we will have D'Lo Brown. Oh, that's going to be cool. Uh, and then that? on the twenty, we will have D'Lo Brown on the 18th of July. I did not see that on the page. Yep, it's right here. That's cool. Oh. And then on the 25th, it will be a double header. We will have Bushwhacker Luke and Tugboat. Or Typhoon or the Shockmaster. That's going to be fun. And so, he is yeah. an amazing... I've talked to him previously. He's is an amazing, amazing man. Loves his fans, loves to interact. Uh, he Fred does. Ottman is, is awesome. I, I, can, I can attest to that. I met him in Fort Wayne a few years ago. I was just walking by and I said hi. I wasn't in line. I wasn't buying any merch or anything. Mm-hmm. That man literally just invited a random fan that stopped to say hi. I sat down with him. That man, I kid you not, just shot the shit with me for a good 20 solid minutes. Yep. Like he's known me forever. Didn't hesitate. Very didn't personable. Push, he didn't push merch. He's not one of those guys. Nope. He just appreciates people. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and the cool like thing the about best this way guys... I can ex- the best way I explain to him, ex- describe him is like he's literally like Uncle Fred. Mm-hmm. And the cool he thing about this guy is, is it is not it's not that expensive to get into one of these things. No. Not like a not like a you know where you have to to buy. You know, entry into uh, you know parking, anything else like that, and you get signed autographs from them, and you get mm-hmm. a few minutes to talk to them. Which at exactly. a con, you might get pushed away by their manager, who says, "Okay, go ahead, you're done." You know, here you're getting a few minutes with them. You get to talk to them. You get to ask them a couple of questions. Buff Bagwell wanted to stay with everybody ten minutes, but we had to cut it down to three to four minutes, as not to overrun. The time that we had, so we kind of felt like we were being assholes with everybody and be like, No, 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 you gotta go. Okay, so we bring on the first Jeremy. Jeremy oh. Cotton. That's the first name I saw. That wasn't Facebook. What's up, user. Nate, Aaron, Otis, and Ronan Rowan. So who's Otis and who's Rowan? I better be Otis. 
I think you're Otis, I'm and I think you're I'm probably Rowan because I have a beard. a beard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not carried, I'm not carried a big fucking spider. Get over it. I got to say something. Otis and Mandy Rose are the best things on SmackDown right now. I'm still scared about that because since they fired the chick that wrote the angle, I'm just waiting for it to take a shit. Well, they might. might. I have a feeling she's going to turn on him during a match and give Dolph Ziggler the briefcase, but... You know. Exactly, it's going to take a shit because the woman who wrote and started the storyline, they got rid of. As right. soon as they announced that, I was like, well, the best thing on SmackDown is not flush. <laughs> Speaking of getting flushed. <laughs> I'll say, we're about 10 minutes in, guys. We've had a lot of niceties, a lot of fun stuff going on here, but let's get fucking down and dirty, guys. This time. <laughs> Listen to Kyle the Hype Man. Let's get down and dirty. <laughs> Let's get down and made dirty. a statement a few see. days ago, and I understand part of your statement. The, <laughs> Ziggler's going to give her the Wiggler. <laughs> the stadium stampede get match me. or whatever the hell it was called was pretty bad, but it was no worse than the Boneyard match. It was no worse than that uh, House of Horrors match that Bray Wyatt had with Randy Not- Orton a couple years back. You will find you know, no dis- you will find no disagreement here. What's but the with that, match? The Undertaker versus AJ Styles That's at WrestleMania. That's the Bone Zone match. Yo, so the Bone Zone. Okay. okay. I will zone. say this. I will say this with the I've told Aaron about this earlier. With the Bone Zone match, <clears throat> at least with that, it has an excuse because unless it's going to be in front of fans, no, eight thousand people. Why? No. Why have Undertaker risk you know injury and stuff? Because it might have been his last like- match. But the thing is, the bone, that, zone, like... the bone Zone match should have been filmed the way the Orton Edge match was. I agree. It was in a graveyard in the middle of nowhere. How were all the cameras knowing exactly where they're going to be? They should have been chasing them. It would have made it so much better. And how did, Eric, how did AJ Styles get It still would have been Druid shit, power? but it would have still been better. How did AJ Styles get Druid power all of a sudden to bring Druids out to beat up The Undertaker? Why did The Undertaker's ponytail disappear seven times during that match? Because he's phenomenal. So, wait, The Undertaker's ponytail is phenomenal, too? Yeah. I don't think so. That's a lush ponytail. I I guess, but listen, I agree with you. Certain (laughs) matches during this whole COVID lockdown BS that we're going through have been pretty crap. The Money in the Bank match, on the other hand, I will disagree with. I actually thought that was well done for no. the way they had to do it. Um, but you said that the, the, the wrestling is dead. Here's where I'll disagree with you. If, if it's okay, the moderate. Started, no, this is, it, yes, this is, this is, this is Archie's opening statement. I can't say anything. Well, no. Oh, God. Go ahead. Tell me what I got to do. When I start the fucking debate. Okay, then go, go ahead. I'm following the rules. Let's start. Thank you, Mr. Moderator. You're welcome, bitches. Let's go. It's going to be fun. If That's the current wrestling time, product was dead, you got 10 minutes. Wrestling would not still be getting any ratings. There would be no million, two million people watching on Monday and Friday nights. There'd be no 700 and 800,000 fans watching on Wednesday nights. On top of which, there are still fans tweeting, and there are still fans who care. People who are watching The Undertaker's current documentary care. Whether those are old-school fans, modern-day fans or not, they care enough to still watch the product. And even though the actual theatrical part of wrestling, the real-deal wrestling that we grew up watching, Hogan Warrior, Anderson and Flair beating down Sting with Ole, and the Rock and Roll Express may not be around anymore. 
there is still an aspect to wrestling that brings back those old times. For instance, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre are having a nice slow burn to their feud on Monday Night Raw. When you flip it over to SmackDown, you actually have a nice little love story going on with, with Otis and Mandy Rose that could lead to something very bad and go into now Otis becoming shell-shocked if Mandy Rose turns on him. Um, you know, the women are still getting time, and they're getting a good enough amount of time, but they're not being shoved down our throats. For wrestling to be dead, we'd be getting filler matches and jobber matches like Bobby Lashley destroying one of the Singh brothers every night of the week. And Baron, What's that? Do they still work there? Yeah, but I think they're on hiatus because they live in Canada and can't fly to the United States right now. Uh, Chris, you didn't raise your hand. Keep going, Archie. My point is, though, we'd be seeing a resurgence of the early 80s matches on Superstars and Main Event and on, on we're, Saturday we're, night. We're, we're, we're. Chris, go ahead. Look at me. I'm going to tell Chris Wood, don't look at me in that tone of voice, buddy. <laughs> go, on, go ahead, Chris. No, go ahead, Chris. In all fairness, you you degrade and down talk those jobber matches. Those those jobber matches at the time were done correctly. No, no, no. I understand and, that. And I you, agree. And, and that and that made you believe them. Like for example, today's modern product, Viking Experience Raiders War, whatever the hell right. they called this week. They've done. They did nothing but jobber matches. Ninety percent of their title runs. Yeah, and it was kind of crappy. And I could give I could give two shits right, about it because I, the second they wrestled somebody with a name, they struggled. Right, that's back in point. the '80s. Those jobber matches, if they could have capitalized the jobber matches like they did then, you cared because it was still decimation, and that, that <clears throat> meant when you actually had a real match, you were invested. Right, that's what I'm jobber saying. matches aren't shit now. No, no, that's what I'm saying. If 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 they were, that's what I think wrestling would become. Let's face it. If Vince wanted to, because he sees ratings are shit anyway, he could do that right now and say, okay, the Viking Raiders are going to face two young independent talents. Baron Corbin's going to beat up four guys from Indiana and all that and go straight to the main event. Let's not talk about Indiana tonight. Thank no, you. Yeah, that's not, you know what I meant. My point is, though, Vince could be putting shit on TV, and there are some matches that are delivering... In regards to AEW with that whole stadium match, it was because they wanted to use Jaguar Stadium. I think that they finally wanted to cash in on Tony Khan owning that stadium and be able to do something with it. Was it stupid? Yes. There was a few funny parts. The Matt Hardy um, going into the pool and being brought back into three different people. Go ahead. Shut it down. Shut it down. That's Oh, I'm not going to say shut the fuck up. I'm going to say shut it down. That's going to be my thing. Kyle raised his hand. See, you guys started this out as a debate. It's turning – this is more like a town hall. No, I like that they're they're chiming in because they're helping – you know, maybe they're helping okay. our argument. No, that's what I'm saying. So, well, I like the town hall idea, though. Shut it Go down. Ahead. Go ahead, Kyle. Shut it down, Wood. Here's Shut a question. Down. Here's a question I want to ask, okay? <laughs> Archie, we haven't heard from Nate yet. Nate – once we get to Europe, they will speak when I allow him to speak. <laughs> I want his. I want I'll make your opinion. point. He's been waiting his whole fucking point. life to say that. <laughs> is, the fact, is the fact that we add in here that is pro wrestling dead or not? And to the fact that the biggest culprit is Twitter, is YouTube, yes. is is podcasts. Because now we're seeing 
guys like Chris Jericho, who is a heel on TV, and then he goes on to his podcast, and he's a, he's a good guy. We see, you know, K-tape wrestlers on WWE, and then they, they're heels, they're bad guys, and then they go on to up, up, down, down. Right. And the fact that, like, with Stone Cold Steve Austin and um, all these guys who have these podcasts, Jim Ross, every single person, they go on there and they go, eh, you know, it ain't like it used to be. That's see there. That's was that's my whole argument here. Pro wrestling is not dead. Kayfabe is dead. Oh, kayfabe's been dead a while. Yeah, but they're 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 molesting her now out of the grave like Katie Vick. Kayfabe oh, Vick. I'm gonna Ooh. let Chris. Oh, I'm gonna let Chris Wood ask his question. I'm gonna let Archie answer it, and then we're gonna allow Nate yes, to say sure. his point. Okay, I'm going. I'm going to kind of like piggyback onto Kyle's statement. Toward RT, how because I don't want to watch you piggyback, Kyle. I knew that was coming. Oh God, <laughs> damn it! That's nasty. <laughs> um, but to further what he said, and to bring up what you said about how X amount of viewers, this and that, and people watching the last ride, the people watching the last ride, I can almost guarantee you are the people of our generation. True. So how many of us are watching The Last Ride primarily because we see The Undertaker and we know it's what we remember and what we miss? So well, how can you how can you count that toward wrestling isn't dead and the new product when The Last Ride is a focus on someone that still lived lived past tense now, kayfabe, and he was like the last of his breed and everything else, and that's why a lot of people are watching it. Because the Undertaker is look, the name says it all. It's the last ride. He's looking for his last hurrah. This whole documentary series is going to lead him to that, and it's ending in modern product to a modern star. He's not going to lose to Shawn Michaels when the final match comes down or anybody like that. And he's doing this in order to help the older generation, the newer generation, to learn and maybe keep kayfabe alive in certain aspects. But what I'm saying, how many of the newer generation, younger generation are actually watching this on their own volition. It's not uh, well true. I, like I agree. Watch this. This is who made what you watch today. That's in true. Hopes that, in hopes that we can try to educate the new people that don't realize what it used to be. I, I agree with you. I, I totally agree with you. And there are a lot of fans nowadays who probably have to be forced into watching things about the older generation. But in the same regard, I think there are a lot of new fans who may be joined in during the last couple matches The Undertaker's had. Not Goldberg, obviously, but, you know, his heyday. And can say, well, I want to find out more about him because I've never really looked him up. You know, and this is expanding on that. You know, if you watch Broken Skull Ranch with... Put your finger down, Kyle. With uh, Stone Cold and you heard those stories, uh, you want to now listen to those stories in depth. You know, because you couldn't on the Austin show. So, I just think it's helping more than hurting. All right, shut it down. I'm Nate, done. it's your turn. Pro wrestling is dead. Shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Expand. Expand. Pro wrestling is dead. Sports entertainment is alive and well. That is my whole point to this. Pro wrestling doesn't exist on a national level in this country anymore on television. Sports entertainment is alive and well. 
The first point is, if you go back, well, let's say we're going to go back 23 years to 1997, Vince Rousseau, Vince Rousseau, Vince Rousseau won. He won. Vince Rousseau, at the end of the day, won. Wrestling has become what Vince Rousseau wanted it to be, bro. It is... It's not professional wrestling anymore. Okay, so I watch the stadium stampede, and I watch it, I watch sketch comedy, and not even good sketch comedy. It was bad sketch comedy. Um, so here's the problem that I have. If I am to, and, and it's a problem in both major companies. It's not it just AEW. I'm not just picking on AEW. I'm picking on WWE, too. So I'm going to use as an example. I won't even use Stadium at Stampede as an example. I'll use I'll use the the Money in the Bank as an example. How am I to watch that Money in the Bank match, where where the fucking wrestlers are running around like hey, Looney Tunes? Um, the Sorry, wrestlers hey. are running around like Looney Tunes. There's background music. AJ Styles and 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 Daniel Bryan, who I am to believe want to fight each other go into Vince McMahon's office, come out of Vince McMahon's office, and then argue like a couple of fucking school children, and then go back to fighting, okay? That's ludicrous. And then earlier in the night, I'm supposed to believe that Drew McIntyre and his opponent are having a legitimate contest when I'm watching this cartoon in front of me? It's, again, I don't hate the product. That's, that, that, wasn't, that was never my point. My point is that Thanks, wrestling Matt. is dead, and this mutant of professional wrestling that is sports entertainment is what exists now because you can't put the genie back in the bottle. Um, back in the day, I watched a you, you brought up jobber matches, Archie. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I don't like to use the word jobber. Chad Austin hates it when I do that. Squash matches. You we don't up, mean it in a bad way. <laughs> you brought up talent. enhancement matches. Right. Here, here's the difference between um, what an enhancement match was then and what it is now. And you already know this. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. But, okay, you had a squash match with Akeem, and then you had a squash match with the big boss man. Okay, the big boss man and Akeem are beating enhancement talent week after week after week. So now I have a match between um, Akeem and the big boss man where now those two guys are stars. They're now both He's resurrected. Me, they're they're both they're both equal. <laughs> and now I have their big blow off match and I view them both as as big talents and I want to know who's going to win. The 50-50 booking of today also has killed professional wrestling because nobody other than fucking Brock Lesnar ever has an advantage. No one has ever a big... Nobody's a superstar anymore. Nobody's a superstar. Kyle's raising his finger. Aaron, why don't you cut me off? I'm going to. I was going to say, Jeremy Cotton goes, when can I be in... When can I be on one of these? Jeremy Cotton? Never. You're more than well. (laughs) Suck a dick, Jeremy. Huh? (laughs) Suck a dick, Jeremy. Never. I've I've never Why picked him before either. That? I've never picked Cotton. I don't know. Jeremy She's Cotton and I are buddies, but we love to give each other shit. So that's right, well. That that motherfucker can be on one of these whenever he wants. Oh man, this is a this is an open ended conversation. Kyle's and like Kyle's like no more people. I'm gonna let no, Kyle was, stay his point. I'm gonna let Kyle that. stay his it point. Hold on, hold on. Ah! I'm gonna let Kyle say his point. 
I want to point out that it's so funny to me that every time Nate talks about this shit, he brings up the big boss man and Akeem. Like, <laughs> that's, your, that's, that's my go-to. go-to feud, man. That's my go-to. It's the boss it, man and Akeem. Because it's two really big guys. I it's know, my... but it's so funny to me. Like Nate's like, I'm going to make every point I have off of the big boss neither, man. Neither. Plus, the, plus the Twin Towers were fucking awesome, by the way. They were. The twin but towers they were, one of they them. were. But right, it just I'll, cracks my shit up. I, I, Nate's always to, like, I want to interject real quick. As great mm-hmm. as they were as a tag team, neither one of them could beat Hogan, though. Mm-hmm. They got built up to lose to Hogan. Well, and then, and then, and then, and then, brings up the big boss man and Akeem, and that's and then on, and then on live broadcast TV, Akeem fell out of the ring. Let's allow. Kyle, what were you gonna say? Let's allow Kyle to ask this stupid question. Kyle, bring your question up. Okay, so here's here's my big thing. Okay. So all of us are pro wrestling fans. We've been wrestling fans since we were little kids. Yeah. We can we can watch a match between two guys and we can suspend our disbelief. Okay? We know that mankind isn't really a, you know, demented, you know, guy that was born in a basement. We know the Undertaker isn't really a magician that's undead. He's not? The problem is, the problem is that now, with everything that it is, people who are coming up into the business now, how can you sit there and suspend your disbelief when you watch a Kenny Omega or a, you know, guy that I like to pick on is Orange Cassidy? Because it's we don't so have much harder anymore. now to suspend your disbelief. Because that's always what the sport has been, is we know what it is. We know it's like watching a movie. But a movie doesn't spit in your well, a good movie doesn't spit in your face and make you feel stupid for suspending your disbelief. Only on Pornhub and only if you ask it to. <laughs> uh, true, true. That's Maybe only on Pornhub so Premium. That's on Plus, yeah. Yeah, Pornhub Premium. Premium is still free. Thanks to quarantine. <laughs> Christopher Freilich says Twin Towers song was my jam. LOL, the Slickster. That's right. The Jostle Bro. Jostle Bro, why you always talking to the man? The, okay, I know all so, the lyrics, but I'm not gonna do it. So I I was also gonna bring up uh, Orange Cassidy as one of those one of those little oh tidbits that. But I didn't that... allow you to yet. Hold on. <laughs> you spoke your mind, and what was what your final? Well, he 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 gave the my, floor my, to Kyle, so he so gave up the floor to Kyle. Nate told me to. He was like, Kyle put his finger up. It's Kyle. Oh, I, I don't talk like that, ass hat. <laughs> That's how it sounded to me. You were like, Kyle, Kyle put his finger up. And I was like, fuck him. And you were like, no, Kyle put his finger up. Chris is eating his popcorn. <laughs> Did you go to Rocky? So, <laughs> They're fucking closed. <laughs> anyway, Nate. Yes. You made your comment about some stadium thing or whatever. Archie, do you want to allow? Do you want to allow Nate to finish his thoughts? Yes. Or yes. okay, unfair. Well, or, an, a moment with Orange Cassidy is another. And again, my my contention is: rest pro wrestling is dead. Sports entertainment is alive and thriving, but not really. Not really. It's not really alive and thriving because even though WWE and AEW are on network and cable television, they have lower ratings than they did in 1995. That is not alive and thriving to me. You've actually lost more fans than you did in 1995. But 
then those people aren't coming back. Lapsed fans aren't coming back because lapsed fans know now they're never going to get pro wrestling again. We're going to keep watching. We're going to keep watching because we're diehards. Okay. Aaron and Kyle like, fuck him and his fucking opinion. Um, <laughs> we're we're, we're going to keep coming back. I mean, I, I, I've said it before. I'll keep watching this till I die. And I'm always going to see something I like. It's not like there isn't anything that I don't like. But Chris, because <laughs> I'm moderator now, I guess. I'm moderating Chris, my own debate. <laughs> well, I'm asking this real quick because he is gone. I mm-hmm. want a quick debate, a subtopic debate on you guys right now. Since I brought this up, um, mm-hmm. I mentioned the fact that gimmicks don't exist anymore. That's true. Now, I want God, this mirror thing is fucking me up. I want Nate and Archie's opinion. Gimmicks are and dead because because gimmicks I love Archie's if, sad face. <laughs> gimmick, gimmicks could be redone to today's product correctly if they were done so. Do either of you think that would aid or hinder the product? Would hinder. Why? Well, because if I saw a fat guy in polka dots walk out and say, I'm the son of the son of no, a No, 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 no. I said done correctly in today's No, no, no. Time. I know that. You want to know, are you my honest to God feeling? Because everybody they brought through the performance center doesn't know how how to well properly get a gimmick over. Everybody that AEW has are a Curry bunch of lazy looks like kids. a good gimmick. Who? Kyrian Cross plays a good Well, Kyrian Cross has been doing that for 10 years in Mexico, Japan, and all over the independent that's scene. That's what I'm saying is he knows. That's he I'm didn't saying. come if through developmentally. But what I'm saying you know? is but I'm not just saying just fresh out of the box. Like I'm saying anybody with experience and with well, the here's, proper here's my thing. staff. If you want to bring if you want to watch gimmick wrestling, which I happen to love, I love seeing wrestlers actually be their gimmicks. Watch NWA Power, which is on hiatus right now, but when they come back, by all means, watch them. Nick Aldis is Ric Flair to the T, but in a modern day. The, the Eddie Kingston, when he gives you that passionate promo, is a modern day Dusty Rhodes. Okay. And everybody on that show is kicking their asses in order to get over their gimmicks. Even James Storm, who's already been over as a drunk cowboy, is still trying to get his gimmick over. You want to see better gimmicks? Go to Major League Wrestling, which is on hiatus right now. They've got guys in there that have been doing this 10 years that are kicking their asses too. Okay? And that's exactly what I'm getting at, is you look at NWA, which is literally a throwback to the pro wrestling right. that Nate is defending. They're doing gimmicks correctly. If Vince could hire a staff that could do something like that, would that bring pro wrestling back, or is it just Vince would hurt it? Vince we'll would see look guys, at it after I was... a couple of weeks and then say this is this is shit. Go back to what we were doing. See, guys, I I didn't want to I didn't want to bring this up until the end, right, but right. I was talking to Kyle about this earlier today. The only company. In modern day professional wrestling, that is doing modern wrestling in this environment right now properly is the NWA. Right. Because what the NWA is doing is fantastic. Put your hand down. I'm going to say my 
thing. No, and then I, have, can... I actually have a question for you, though. Okay. Go ahead. The NWA is doing everything correctly. And as a wrestling fan, I think all five of us can attest that it is an absolute true statement. The problem I know, is... That's why I said it. I'm usually right. But what I'm getting at is, do you think that they could actually score a TV deal with them doing it correctly, or is pro wrestling that dead where the general population they can. wants no, they, nothing they, to do with I'll, it? I'm going to answer before before Aaron does. They can. It's just Billy Corgan wants to go through YouTube first to test the, the market and then sell it to a TV company by saying, look, here's two years' worth of wrestling to show you how great we're doing. We've got millions of fans watching. And see, see I'm, I'm not even saying like like the end like the last two seasons of NWA have been fantastic. Yep. Okay, and what they were leading up to was going to be good, and it was going to be a good pay per view. Yada yada yada. What I'm talking about is in this COVID pandemic, whatever situation we have going right now, and Nate will know that I mean this. They are doing what I thought every wrestling company should do they took their talent they've taken their talent and not put them in front of a crowd or, or right they didn't put them on live tv and have them having these matches in front of people they've taken their talent and they've done this carnyland thing yes and carnyland is fucking amazing they've only well, done like two we- episodes they've only done it's- two episodes that i've seen it's like right. fake reality TV. It's hysterical. Yeah, and, and, and but but it's not. It's not insulting. No, not in any way. And it's not like you know Nick Aldis versus Marty Scroll in some fucking match with music and twenty seven clips and all this shit. No, they're not. acknowledging the fact that these guys can't work right now, and they're doing. They're accentuating the personalities of their talent in a non-wrestling wrestling environment. If that makes sense, I agree. Like, like the the fact that they're giving these guys shows, they're letting and gals because there's girl power now. They're doing, and that's fine. They're taking their talent and they're letting them accentuate their their personalities and what they can do on a non-wrestling level. And selling it that way, and and they're still like you know it's helping the characters have, get over. Yeah, and they're still having the guys and gals kind of talk about their storylines, and then they're doing superpower, where superpower is like an hour and a half, where they're just they're they're, where they're combining matches they haven't shown and recapping everything, yeah, yeah. and recapping everything, like fucking primetime wrestling or all-star wrestling, which is what the WWE or fucking All Elite should be doing. I agree. And and it's not it's not insulting. It's and again, not, that's where my argument is. It's not stupid looking. Pro wrestling is dead shit. to an aspect. Is WWE and AEW's version of pro wrestling dead? Sure. But that's been dead. Vince calls it entertainment. AEW jumped on that bandwagon and said, we're going to be entertainment too, you know, because of the Young Bucks and, and Bullet Club, and that's fine. But companies like Major League Wrestling, NWA, New Japan, uh, you know, even Ring of Honor, even though it was on death's door a couple of months ago, are starting to rebuild 
and show people we've got talent, we've got gimmicks, and we've got matches that are going to make you want to watch. And it's not just about a promo. Let's. How how long is the longest promo on NWA? Two minutes. Yeah. And, you know? and, and like I said, they're they're doing good shit on there, and it, right. it's not insulting. Right. It's it, it's it's good stuff. And I What's told up, Kyle, guy? it's like my favorite. Um, my favorite name because you know they have they have five shows right now, and they're going Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. and. Nick Aldis's show has the greatest fucking title of the show I've ever seen in my life. What is it? What's called What's Causing Aldis? Aldis, yes. That's a great fucking title, man. Yep. What's causing Aldis? But that's what I'm saying. He's a modern day Ric Flair. Go ahead, Tom. All right. Uh, I want to bring this up too when Nate gets back because I want his opinion on this as well. Now, I know that it seems like I've. Nobody cares about his opinion. I know. I know it seems like I've been skewing more towards, you know, pro wrestling dead. So I want to kind of play the other side of that too and go with Archie as well on this. Like, okay. Oh, good. Nate's back. So I want to ask well, you this. I, I was to... just going to say, I went, I'm back from reloading my beers. But and I've been playing... Lo and behold, pro wrestling is still dead. Okay. Go ahead. Nate, I was I just can... telling everybody about how great fucking Carney Land is and you need to watch it. I'm going to. What were you going to say, Kyle? Can everybody hear Nate? Because I can't hear him. You can't hear me? Okay, I'm going to go out and come back in. And Chris but go ahead. I can st- I can still hear you, so you can go ahead with your with your point. <laughs> okay, so real Chris quick. Left so too. I'll, 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 oh, what is uh, happening? Now can you hear me? Yes. Okay. All right, so here's the question I want to ask. Because I, like I said, I've been kind of skewing towards Nate with the whole pro wrestling is dead. So I want to ask this question, okay? So we're looking at the fact that with pro wrestling today, we've, we've talked about how great NWA power is. You know, we hear Jim Cornette talk about Smoky Mountain Wrestling, how it was, you know, it was everything that Jim Cornette thinks is right with the business. So here's my question, you guys. If that's the case, if, if pro wrestling can, you know, do what it is doing, then why is it that NWA isn't where WWE is, AEW is? Is it the fact that now we are in the point where people don't want to watch pro wrestling? They want to watch sports entertainment. No. And that's just my opinion. I, you make a very valid point. But right. the reason I say that is I'll go back to this. All right. In 1995, Monday Night Raw still had one point. Even, even, even at its worst viewing. It still had over a million viewers a week. Okay. No, we're fine. Um, and what, last week, Raw had 800,000? Yeah, just under so a million. They're, they're, that's not the case. I, I think that what happened is, is to my point that, you, that what they've done is they let the genie out of the bottle and you can't put the genie back in the bottle again. It, that's why I said it's dead because it can't be resuscitated. You could never do what they have done to wrestling over the past twenty years and ever bring it back to where it was, to what but we liked. Look, but if you, uh, I'm sorry for jumping in, but if you look at no, like no. Japan for wrestling, mm-hmm. where over there it is, it is treated as a sport. Mm-hmm. The, the news outlets don't act like it's a fucking it's a joke oh, or it's a thing. Everything else, they don't have I, gimmicks there. No one's really allowed to have like a full blown gimmick. Right. My question is, 
can we put the genie? I know everyone says we can't. We can't put the genie back in the bottle. I think you can. It's going to take a lot of everybody. It's going to take. It would take. It would take years of conditioning for that. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, every company that's on TV right now would have to go out of business and be gone. Wrestling, wrestling would have to be off TV for two years, three years. No. But I think oh. the problem is that if okay, you look at everything that it is what it is now. Okay, let's look at let's look at, and I know this is a weird allegory, but let's look at Brock Blockbuster. 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 I love Blockbuster. Who's Block? I, I do, but Blockbuster was the way that everyone like everyone followed what Blockbuster did. Every Blockbuster. Oh, he was saying Blockbuster. I thought he was Blockbuster. Okay. No, I Blockbuster. did too. I did or too. Let's go, or let's go I with heard Blockbuster. Let's, let's go with Walmart or any other giant, huge, you know, conglomerate. There's always one guy at the top, and everybody else follows behind him until somebody else comes along, like an Amazon or like Netflix, that mm. changes the way people look at things. Is the problem here in America? Everybody is following what WWE does. They think that Not is not everybody, but yeah, yeah, they yes. are. They, they a- when AEW. When AEW started, they said we are going to be a serious sports-based, athletic-based, professional wrestling company. An alternative, an alternative, exactly, an alternative to WWE. And then they gave me that fucking stadium stampede thing. But the problem is, though, is because us as wrestling fans, not just you, me, and everybody else, but everyone around the the world who watches wrestling, they are conditioned like, oh, that's what it's got to be. Because you look at Dave Meltzer. And I like Dave. Don't get me wrong. Dave, you know, has a lot of great opinions. But the fact is that Dave is the fucking Jesus Christ of pro wrestling news. Like, if he thinks it's a five-star match, by God, you better think it's a five-star match. Or don't follow him on anything because if you disagree, he'll block you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's the problem here is that you have see, these people who have no idea. See, this is the way I look at it. In order for the WWE to succeed and put the genie back in the bottle... Vince McMahon has to go away. I'm not saying die. I'm not saying leave the company. <laughs> he needs to get out from behind the gorilla position, and he needs to stop calling matches, changing shit on the fly, and saying, this is what I want because it's such good shit. No, Vince, you're 70 years old. It hasn't been good shit in 20-some-odd years. You understand? <clears throat> if he leaves and leaves it in the hands of guys like Triple H and, and guys who are working at the Performance Center, Shawn Michaels and Albert and guys who are training these young kids, they will make these wrestlers into something that they need to be, which is actual stars. Matt Riddle is a guaranteed star if Vince McMahon doesn't put his finger on him. Okay, which, which the the he's already he's already been hurt because they've already done main roster goofy comedy shit with him in NXT. Yeah, um, and he's it, pissed on Goldberg and Brock Lesnar, which pissed Vince off. Now, so I'm assuming, since you and I are supposed to be debating here, Archie, yes. I'm assuming by your statement you don't agree with me that you can't put the genie back in the bottle. I don't. I think that you can, but I think that what the problem is, is the, pardon my French, motherfucker who yanked the genie out of the bottle, Vince McMahon, needs to go away. Wrestling, WWE cannot succeed under Vince McMahon's reign anymore. But now, do you do you agree with me that... We cannot. Okay, if Vince's company, uh, uh, hear me, hear me out. I, I'm going to try mm-hmm. to formulate this thought because I'm Go trying ahead. to think of how, if Vince's company 
is ultimately where what has brought us to what we've gotten to. Mm-hmm. With Vince's company, you can't put the genie back in the bottle because because and my my point to that is you can't uh, you can't you can't give me pickles one day and tell me it's hamburger and then the next True. day yeah. So to that point, AEW is also no longer our savior. No. Because they have essentially turned themselves into, instead of being what they promised they would be, have turned themselves into a almost well, a stupid parody of WWE. Nate, let me ask you a question, though. Did you honestly believe that AEW would be the savior? I hope so. Well, we I, all had hope. And, and I mean, I, I, was, I was like, ah, and you know how I am. I was like, oh, fuck, Kenny Omega's is like higher on the hierarchy. But I was hoping... Right, that I could just get past that because I've gotten past wrestlers I hate for right, right. Years. But my point is, we should have learned from past instances. For instance, WCW was going to be the change. WCW was going to be better wrestling than WWF ever put on, and for six years they were great. And look what happened to them. Here comes TNA revving the gold. We're going to do one hour pay per views a week, and we're you're going to pay nine ninety nine a month. No, I'm not. <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna watch us on, on the MSG channel. No, I'm not. And then we're gonna move to Spike, and then we're gonna go to and look. Now they're now impact I'd... wrestling, and they're finally flourishing. But they may fuck up again. Yeah, next week they're gonna be on the on the Food Network or something. Right. Yeah, I'll say this. I'll say you this. I'll say this. Okay. Out of the. I know I look like I'm on ghost hunters right now, but I had to come outside. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to, I'm thinking about switching to my phone to do the same. I want to figure it out. But, but go ahead. The, the, paranormal most, like the most terrible company I've seen hasn't even been the WWE. It's been AEW. They're, they're terrible. Well, I mean, they haven't cracked a million viewers yet. Like I can't watch their show. I just I it's, I fast forward sixty percent of it. I won't lie. Like like Raw or WWE, whatever. At at least what they do is consistent. Like it's consistently bad. <laughs> but AEW is like schizophrenic, right? Like they they have no model. What what blew you know my mind was that like, they felt. They felt like when I watch when Brian I watch AEW, I have no Ooh. idea. Yeah, that's what I mean. Look, Arn Anderson coming out and being Cody Rhodes' coach, everybody went wow because he just left the WWE. That's why we all went wow. Sean Spears coming out and going, well, guess what? I got Tully Blanchard. What made us all go? Oh, well, they've got a history. But Taz walking out with Brian Cage was supposed to make us go wow. This is amazing. No, it's Taz. It's fucking Taz. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, in all fairness. And here's the problem. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean I want to hear what Chris has to say. In all fairness, yeah. In all fairness, would you still say that about Taz if Taz wasn't tarnished by what WWE did with him? Oh no, if it was ECW Taz, I would have been marking out. So doesn't that kind of lean back more into what Nate was saying? Well, well hold on. And though. you respectively. Vince, Vince screws everything. is what is yes. what's engraving the headstone. But, but I can say the same thing of that's not the same Arn Anderson that we know. That's a 60-year-old fat man who's holding a, a clipboard now and coaching Cody Rhodes. That ain't the enforcer. 
But we also know as true wrestling fans that that's the Arn Anderson we have to accept now because of injuries that he did. Right, right. Because of giving us what we love. Right, exactly. I can't say the same about Taz, though. (laughs) Taz went out because he decided to take WWE money and get hurt quickly and ended up being an announcer. Well, here's the problem with Taz. Taz is a fantastic announcer. He's a fantastic Please. announcer, but the problem is, is that anybody who has watched wrestling in the last fifteen years does not Don't know the real right. as right as the ECW, you know, badass that he was. They know him right. as this is the guy who is an announcer. When Michael Cole, I mean, think about it, Taz was exactly. the guy that wasn't six foot that you seen and went, "That is a fucking monster." Like how people today look at Brock Lesnar, Taz that's how people the- looked at Taz. Taz created 80% of the suplexes we see people use now. Back then, it was just German and belly-to-belly. Now, he, he invented 14 new ones. You know, he, he trained people to be killers. The year-long wait of Taz and Sabu had the best payoff ever. It was the best match it could have ever have been. And not to mention at his height... And yeah, what is he like? Five six, five seven. To be to be to, for us to look at him at that time and say, "What a beast!" You know, it, that's what I'm it, saying. Like he took the staple of a true monster, right, and completely redefined it. Right. Today's wrestling fan doesn't realize that, so they have like the archie mentality of what? We okay, don't know why Taz he is here. I don't know why he's with Cage anymore. Because if this was an ECW Taz, I could say, "Okay, it's one monster with another." But he's, you know, he, because because Cody and that team, they look at what was, and they appreciate what was, and they look at Taz as what was. And I they agree, try to but... not look at what Vince did to Taz. Well, then what should have happened is Taz should have walked out on Dynamite one night, got gotten into a fight with somebody, gotten his ass kicked, and then been coming back with Cage to be his muscle. You don't just can have he him physically walk out. do that though. I do any of us know that he can physically do that? I, when he was with Aces and Eight, he threw a few punches and a couple of kicks. Threw, but how much did he even take when he was in Aces Well, I mean, eights. they could have soft bumped him a little bit. Chris. My point is, something. have a, You know, pull him to the back and pretend beat him up. Something. It made no sense. Taz is with Brian Cage. They've never had any interaction before. Chris, you and I only met a couple of months ago because of the We Can't Wrestle podcast. But... <laughs> If two months ago, you and I would have just randomly went to a bar together, people would have been like, why are they together? You, you know what I mean? My point is, you can't just stick two people together and go, this is why. Cody that's not saying much, because I, people were saying that tonight with the three of us at the bar, so... But my point is, people know why Cody went to Arn Anderson. <laughs> Cody went to Arn Anderson because Arn Anderson had wars with Dusty. It makes sense. You know, Sean Spears getting Tully was to counter Arn because they were tag team partners and let's go. We were best friends. So were they. It makes sense. But now here's Taz. It just doesn't make any sense right now. It might make sense later in the future, but who knows? AEW pulled a bad move there. The same way NXT is pulling a bad move by having these guys jump all these guys after the Cruiserweight tournament going on. Not not everybody, you know, NXT has its problems. Let's look at the NWO, okay? Let's imagine for a ma- for just a minute that if Hulk Hogan hadn't been the third guy, it was it Mabel perfectly because of the fact that Hulk Hogan was a guy that came from up north with Vince. Right, so it made sense. Right. Now, if it had been the Disco Inferno, it'd been like what the fuck. Right. 
Oh what? no, it's Alex Wright. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's walking, what? he's dancing to the ring. Yeah. Bobby Heenan like, yells, whose side is he on? Who gives a fuck? What do you mean whose comes, side is he on? It comes down to believability. Exactly. Before, I before, agree. before I make this point, can everybody hear me? I know sometimes we have when somebody comes back in, everybody can't hear them. I can what? hear you. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> Kyle just said a word, and I was going to make this point a little bit ago, and I'm pretty sure probably Aaron cut me off. But um, the you talk when I say you can talk. <laughs> um, <No>. the... <laughs> I was just aboard the island for this moment too. Someone check on Aaron; he might pass out. No, I think we'll, he went down. We'll hear, we'll hear him snoring. Um, there he is. It. To what you just said, Kyle, about believability, one of the points I was going to bring up about the genie and the bottle, I keep bringing that up, and the boss man and the Akeem. (laughs) Um, There was a spot, it was either late last year, early this year, and and when I say pro wrestling's dead, I know we've talked about, Archie brought up some things that have happened the past few years, not just during this (laughs) COVID-19 thing, and my thing about it is my contention has been it's been on life support for probably 12 to 15 years. And this finally, to me, to me was just the nail in the coffin. They, they pulled the plug. But Let's face it. I, the, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off real quick. Let's face uh, it. It's, yes, been life support. it's been on life support since Stone Cold hugged Vince McMahon. Yes. Truth. Um, a spot, a specific, a specific, a specific <laughs> spot, <laughs> a, a Pacific spot. I can't um, say that I recall just shaking my head and going, this isn't pro wrestling was all right. You have pack in AEW oh, God. who by all intents and purposes, his character is a badass. All right. And, kid of his era. and he does a fantastic job of playing that role. However, this badass Harley Race would never have let this happen. Hardcore Holly would never have let this happen. They'd have shit on this spot in a second. This badass let Orange Cassidy, that fucking piece of shit, kick him in the shins, tap him in the shins, and he didn't just punch him in the fucking mouth. And when I saw that, I was like, this isn't pro wrestling anymore. It is sports entertainment. It is a different thing, and I don't hate it, and I don't despise it, and I'm not old man screaming at the clouds. My point is... This isn't pro wrestling anymore. It's sports entertainment. Pro wrestling, that never would have happened. He would have got but punched the, in the mouth the first time he did it. But the sad part by, is... By that character. Like, and can I say this? I've never seen a person yelled at cloud. I don't understand that expression. Simpsons. Simpsons. I don't watch the Simpsons. The Simpsons. For every bad thing that there is, like like you just said with the whole, you know, Orange Cassidy thing, look at MJF with Marco Stunt. That yeah. was how it should have been. With I, I keep going back to it, but the fact that Marco Stunt trying to go for a hurricane run and MJF being like, get the fuck out of here. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there's glimmers and that, of hope. But that only, that only happened because he, he, is, he is one of the few guys... I think left in the business that will not compromise what he is well, or who he is. I'm just throw this out there. If I can throw this out there real quick, sorry not to cut you mm-hmm. guys off, but Marco Stunt, I, I I appreciate 
from the fact that the five of us were on a show that is We Can't Wrestle. The dude has pursued his dreams. He's made it and everything else. But the point of fact is he shouldn't be there to begin with. No. If he's going to be, they need to make a cruiserweight or a light heavyweight. Uh, Can he even be believable in a cruiserweight? Yeah, think about he's, it. He's not that much smaller than than Rey Mysterio was when he first. Okay, um, Chavo Guerrero was a ch- cruiserweight. Can Marco Stunt pull shit off on but, Chavo? But Rey, Rey Mysterio Jr. was the same size Marco Stunt is now when he debuted in WCW. I don't think Rey was even that small. Rey was five like Marco, five and like one hundred and ten pounds. Marco literally looks no, like he looks like a, a child. I agree. Marco <laughs> looks like a. Make a wish gone way too far. Oh god. <laughs> when you let Cena grant too many wishes. And I, I and I don't want to I don't want to be a dick. I'm not trying to talk down on Marco because like I said, the dude busted his ass to get where he's at and he's pursuing his dream. Mad props to him. But his stature in the business that he's trying to make it in, he looks like a make a wish kid wish that has gone too far. He looks like Braun Strowman's tag team championship partner. Nicholas? No, because yes. Nicholas was bigger than him. Nicholas was badass. <laughs> you leave Nicholas alone. But but here's the thing. Okay, we talked about Rey Mysterio just a minute ago, and Chris was talking about Rey and stuff. The difference between the two is that, like with Rey, when he beat Kevin Nash, it was by a fluke. It was by an yes. accident. It was by something. Oh, and Nash oh. beat him and took his mask. So it's not right. like there was a, but, you know what I mean? But when, when they it was still believable. The way Rey did it, it was still believable. Him. When Ray did it, it was believable. There's nothing that Marco can do that's believable. At least like he has Luchasaurus, though. At least he has Luchasaurus with him, though. You know, that at least he has backup. It's not just all him doing it. I mean, Jungle Boy isn't that big, but his shit... Hey, Jungle Boy is him, phenomenal. I don't care what you say. I'm not knocking him at all. What I'm saying is Jungle Boy's not that big either, but when you watch Jungle Boy... When you watch Jack, you're like, this dude can fucking bring it. This dude can do it. You don't have that with Marco at all, ever, from the time he comes through that tunnel until the final bell rings, you're just sitting there. Like, to me, Marco is... I don't think they expect that. Cassidy is more believable than Marco to me, if that tells you anything. (laughs) What I think happened is with AEW... They started signing talent, and they got to like they got some good names, they got some decent names, and then they decided, you know what, we need to raid the indie companies before WWE does and takes these names away. Which I don't then think WWE would have hired. Matt Cross has been has wrestled in a he's in a and up in NWA. He's in NWA. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying though is if we're gonna go with indies, no. I've got I've got a thousand names. That we can no, name no, off before I, you I give Marco you. stunt TV I time. I agree. I agree, but I think they were afraid about WWE hiring him and them not being able to use him. I think here's the thing with WWE and, and, and AEW with NXT. Like, I go back to what Triple H said on that podcast with Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's like, "Look, you might come from the fucking Atlanta Falcons, and we're not going to sit here and argue whose playbook's better. When you come here, I expect you to play the playbook that I have." And I think that's the problem with AEW. You have all these guys who came from, like, PWG and stuff, and they're like, oh, well, it got over there. Well, great. It got over in a room full of fucking people in an armory. There's a reason why... It, Dave PWG. Meltzer loved it. Uh, fuck Dave Meltzer. 
but there's only a reason why the PWG got so far into being in the armory. Because that kind of shit doesn't work on a large scale. It might be fun for the room. I want to... Before we're uh, we're at an hour now, so we'll start winding down the debate. But I want to answer Chris's question he asked a while ago. And as we always do, we get off topic or we go on to a different thing. And I love it because I love this group of guys. We have a great time, and, and you the conversation. Tell us passion, not script. Yes, <laughs> and the pa- the passion is there. We have a great time. But I want to answer Chris's question a little bit ago um, about gimmicks. If they went back to using gimmicks. I think yes. I think that it could work if they use effective gimmicks and they don't the 50-50 booking kills a I lot agree. of that. As I an agree. example, as an example to what, I mean, Kyle alluded to it in the beginning of the show when somebody commented Otis, he said, oh yeah. Like, that's a gimmick. The Otis is a gimmick and look how over it is. You and know, so if is, you, And if you think about it in WWE modern product, <laughs> But what I'm getting at is like WWE modern product in all theory and probability and logicality, Otis should not be over, but he is. That's what I'm exactly. saying. If gimmicks right. were done correctly by the correct people the who knew how to do it, would it work? Either. And if the they would let if they would let shit just be organic. Yeah, like if they, if would... they would take if they would take like the big boss man and Akeem. <laughs> this is like reaching Fred Willard. So wait a minute. Of, of wait a minute. Dog, you pal. mean an African, a white African American who's a cop? Well, I mean, think about it. Like, that might we'll work. go to NWA yeah, right that, now. That might work. The question, the NWA, the question mark. Quite possibly well, the most dated. Tacky, stupidest thing in the world. Asinine oh, gimmick he, ever. He's, he's the ding dong. What? See, okay. You brought up the question mark. I had okay. to make a question mark and, custom. Uh, That's how well, much I love it. Well, <laughs> I, I would buy that. I'd, I'd, pay in, I'd pay in the 20s. Okay. For a question mark. <laughs> but, like, the question. Okay. Yeah, the reason the question mark works is because guess what? It's a silly comedy gimmick in a company that's not full of silly comedy gimmicks. Right, right. Like, he stands out. But it works because he's the only one that's doing a silly... like, Like, Aaron Stevens and... The question mark works because it's the only thing on the show couple. that, yeah, that that's silly. Well, I mean, Zicky but Dice is a little bit silly. Everything you know. as so is that why Otis stuff. is over? Because he's the only genuine silly thing on the E. No, everything on the WWE is silly. Everything on purpose, silly. I'm well, sorry. I mean, uh, <laughs> Let me hear. Like I watched, watched, I've I've watched Carnyland, and they did two segments where they were showing you, like Aaron Stevens was doing, like he was narrating segment. There was a segment where it was just like Aaron Stevens, Aaron Stevens, sorry, 
was telling you about the country of of Mongrovia or whatever. And and it was fantastic. Like there was there was Mask Island and it was the Lake of Two Eyes, like the Lake of Two Eyes, left eye, right eye, and mouth lake and nose lake. And it was funny because it's the only silly shit that's going on. But the WWE and AEW are presenting silly, stupid shit as legit across the entire show. And most You're importantly not- about what you were saying is the Aaron Stevens um question mark stuff is not presented well it is funny and it is presented in a way where we are to believe that these two guys have a cameraman and they are producing this silly thing to put onto the show for us to watch we are not presenting it like the money in the bank or the stadium stampede Where yes. we are to believe that all these cameras are just happening to be in the right spot. There's background yeah, music. Sad. There's, uh, it, I, I totally see your point because comedy and wrestling can be done if done properly and look to be. Re- it's wrestling. It's fucking fake. I'll be back in yeah. one second, guys. I'll be back okay. in one second. We're going to wrap up here shortly anyway. Here's, here, here's the big thing. And it's okay. like, I told, uh, can I say one more thing? Yeah, go ahead. It's like Hold on, Aaron. Hold on, Aaron. I'm not cutting you off. Jeremy Cotton is. Jeremy Cotton commented. Pause. Haven't asked it for some time. Nate, Aaron, how is Pops doing? It's doing good, bro. Doing great. Thank you for asking. We appreciate that. So go ahead, Aaron. It's cool. It's cool. Go ahead. Well, it's it's like I told Kyle. Like that that um. I don't want to go back to something that happened a long time ago and I, I haven't seen I, I'm gonna full disclosure I haven't watched that goddamn money in the bank thing because I didn't want to watch it but like that that boneyard match like I wouldn't have had a problem with it okay if it would have been presented as a fight. Mm-hmm. It's like I told Kyle. The fucking um, there's a match that a lot of people don't talk about. Like everybody, everybody talks about the Hell in a Cell between the Undertaker and Mankind. Okay, and that is fantastic. The Hell in a Cell. Undertaker, Mankind, Hell in a Cell is fantastic. Sorry about that. It's okay. Undertaker, Mankind, Hell in a Cell, <laughs> fucking fantastic. Great to watch. Okay. But I've tried telling people this. If they would have presented like the Boneyard match as they presented the Boiler Room Brawl, I'd have no problem with it. Like, we're going to take The Undertaker, we're going to take AJ Styles, and we're going to put them in an environment, and there's going to be one camera, and it's just going to be these guys beating the shit out of each other. Kyle, to your point, WCW did this with a graveyard match with Vampiro versus Sting, and it was one camera, 
and they fought in the graveyard and whatever. He put Sting in a coffin, and then he made his way back to the arena. And then they fought in the arena afterwards. WCW did that right. Now you look at WWE with the Boneyard match, and it was it was a clusterfuck. It was a great movie. Yeah, they went so close. They went they went to the opposite side because they're like, we gotta make it look like the 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 hardy thing. We gotta make it look like the right. broken gimmick. Right. Here's what I want to bring up, because we talked about gimmicks and everything else. And let's be honest, guys, for all intents and purposes, the Undertaker should have well, been no. the dumbest fucking gimmick that ever came. Should have been. Because think about it. Think about it. Here you have a guy who is an undead mortician. But the problem is is what I was getting at. Is that off off the rails what I was saying? Nope. No. But <laughs> like if you want to do something that's silly, or not silly, but just like okay, these out, guys out, are gonna... outside the ring, outside the norm, kind of a gimmicky match. Shoot it like it. Shoot it. Shoot the fake shit as real as like you can. Real. Like, go put music and don't have. I didn't watch. Okay, I didn't watch this fucking stadium like stampede thing. But from what I understand, they took Matt Hardy and they dumped him in some water and they took him out and he was a different character. And then they dumped him in and then he was a different character. Don't do that. Don't but they've been do doing that since TNA, and it worked it's, in TNA. It didn't, really. I mean, it, it, okay, here, here's what I say. It didn't. It got him rehired by WWE. I, and I'm, I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not I'm, I, let, me say, let me rephrase that, Archie. I wasn't trying to shit on what you said. No, it, it no, came, I know that. It didn't work in that. I I'll be right back. Okay. It I was. Got a, got a point. I thought it was funny, but I didn't think it was pro wrestling. Right. And. And that's my point. Is, and it never, it never once moved the dial on TNA's ratings. Right. The only people that loved it were the people that were already going to pay attention anyway. Explain this one to me, Nate. If you want to talk about funny, like, oh, this mm. shit's funny, and it's like cheeky fun, that goddamn shit with John Cena and Bray Wyatt. Oh, yeah, that was, that was fun. No, that was funny fucking that. shit. We that was funny. Good that. shit, pal. Yeah, that and was again, 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 that was but fun. It, 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 I enjoyed it, watching it, but it's not pro wrestling. Pro wrestling well, is dead. Sports entertainment is alive and kicking. But now, answer <laughs> me this, though, because this is what I found totally stupid about that stadium stampede match. Hangman Page on a Are horse. Are you going to go about the horse? God chasing it. after Sammy Guevara, who outran a horse, mind you. I don't know how he outran a horse, but he did. <laughs> because editing is amazing. Hangman Page is from, hold on, Hangman Page is from Virginia. Last I checked, there's not many cowboys in Virginia. <laughs> Where is this gimmick coming from? I, I like him. And here's my I thing. Do too, but here, I here was my here was my biggest issue. Here was my biggest is, issue with Hangman. That is is just a Virginia thing because there's a lot more areas of Virginia that a lot of people that don't live there realize. Kind of like when, as soon as you say Michigan, mm-hmm. 49 other states immediately go Detroit. <laughs> right. No, no, I get it. 
my point is for him to be that hardcore of a cowboy all of a sudden. But you also got to remember, Virginia, there's still a lot of Southern pride type things. There's still a lot of like hardcore tobacco farms, that type of thing. There so he is should still play, a very so, so he should play a stereotypical a still very, cowboy. He should be JBL. Before so here, here's here was my biggest issue with Paige during that match. It was the same issue I had, if you guys remember earlier when we were talking about Money in the Bank. It was the same issue I had with AJ and and Brian. Right. So he's riding him riding the horse in whatever. It's silly. It's stupid. It is what it is. My biggest issue with anything he did during that match. You're fighting. You're supposed to be in a. Fucking simulated fight, <laughs> and you're gonna sit down with a guy you supposedly hate and have a and beer, and then resume your fight. That's not wrestling. That's comedy. That's sports entertainment. That's exactly what I'm saying. You just you let you shit the shit the genie you know right out. Okay, you know wait. What? Did Sammy no, wait, wait? Did wait, Sammy wait, buy on, the beer? On. No, it was it was it, no, it was it was him and Hager. Did Hager buy the beer? I think it was just there. Fact, it was just I there. Because, I mean, bartender. in all fairness, if Hager bought the beer, you appreciate and accept a free beer because it's think rude. the same bartender who served Jack Nicholson in, in The Shining is who gave them the beer at the I bar. In so. the, I just, you know what? After hearing Nate and how passionate he just was about that happening. Oh, it made me right. so mad. He's right. Nate, I pro wrestling in WWE and in AEW is dead. Pro wrestling around the rest of the world is not quite dead. There is still you know alive what? and well. So you know I what? agree with you, Nate. Pro wrestling in the WWE is dead. It, and in AEW. On a national television level in America. Yes. And it is going to take a lot of okay, shit. Let me say this before Nate finishes. The debate is done. Okay. I think I think it was a good conversation, guys. I it agree. Was, it, was, it was okay. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say Jeremy Cotton is funny. Eh, it was it was decent. <clears throat> what I'm gonna say is this: that professional wrestling on a mainstream is dead. Yes. It is full blown. AEW and the WWE have fucked up since people got fucking monkeypox or wherever the fuck's going. <laughs> it was it started happening long before that though. Since Batopia. But 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 Cut. since since nobody has been able to go and watch it and they've been trying to do whatever the fuck they're doing in front of nobody. What they've done since... Okay, I shouldn't say in front of nobody. What I'm saying is it's almost... The last three months has been shit. And not good shit. Shit. Since the live live crowd has not been allowed to be in front of it, Mm -hmm. what they've done... You can no longer put the donkey back in the box. Like they've let the donkey out, right. and it's just running around stupid. It, it, it's like, it's like Nate, you're gonna love this. It's like the horse is now in the store. 
Yes. Horses in the hospital. Yeah, the horses in the hospital. It's just running around now, and it's just clomping around. Got, and it's guys, what, what, the horse. what he's alluding to is, uh, um, oh shit, what's the fucking comedian's name, Aaron? Quickly, John Mulaney. John Mulaney. One of John John, John Mulaney's best routines is he says Donald Trump being elected president. The whole time Donald Trump's president, it's like there's a horse in the hospital. Like <laughs> it's in the hospital. Every once in a while, it makes a big thing, and you're like, oh, God, where's the horse? I don't know. Anyway, it's really funny. Go watch it. Horse in the hospital. It's really funny. Go no, ahead, Aaron. I, I, but I, I'm saying it's a donkey because both people run in the company are fucking jackasses. Okay, One is Vince, and the other's a money mark. Yeah, and what they've done is they've fucked up everything. And they were just like, look, we can do whatever we want now. It's like, no, you can't do whatever no. you want now. And Vince finally had his. Cal, you'll get your closing thing. Don't worry. Vince finally has been able to say, look, it's sports entertainment now. We're making movies, pal. And Tony Khan has been like, look, what Vince is doing, he's making money. So I'm going to do what he wants to do. Right. No, and what he's doing is he's going, ooh, Kenny, ooh, Cody, what should we do this well, week? Tony Khan is we saving do money, Vince though. Because he's making Tony money. Tony Khan is it, saving money, though, because he's running it at Jaguar Stadium, so he doesn't got to pay any extra cost. And, you know, so he's not making as much, but he's still saving. What I'm saying is... What can you say? He's thrifty. What these guys are doing is promoting wrestling or... They're not even promoting wrestling anymore. They're promoting what they consider wrestling. And and it's trash. And nobody's there to tell them, no, don't do it. Because Vince McMahon could be like, well, everybody seems to like it because they're still watching, pal. And Tony Tony Khan's like, well, the ratings are staying where they're at. It's like, well, if if Vince was losing viewers, he would say his thing and would say, we're not doing what we need to do. And Vince ain't losing. He ain't losing. Yeah, he is. He's, he's not. He's they were at 3.2 and they're at 1.6 now. That's a 1.6 million people left the building. There's Last no building. You understand my point. People are not watching anymore. They stopped. They're not even watching yeah, 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 the My <laughs> thing is... Are you mocking me? I don't want to miss last call. I love this show. But anyway, my thing is, Vince ain't, losing, Vince ain't losing viewers. If Vince was losing viewers, he'd be reacting. And Tony Khan, he ain't gaining viewers, but he ain't losing. These fucking billionaires are stuck right where they're at. So they're like, we got this. These billionaires are having a pissing contest over who could do the craziest shit and get away with it. And it's all stupid. I don't know. All right, Kyle, it's your turn. Kyle, you go ahead, and then I have something to say. Aaron's finished. Kyle, you finished. (laughs) Then Archie, then Chris. All right, here's the biggest thing. I'm going to say right now, the one thing, the one thing that pro wrestling is lacking more than anything else is character development. Because let's face it, guys. Because let's face it, guys. 
Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant wasn't built on, you know, the athletic competition that was going to be in the ring. Because let's face it, if we were going to go off athletic competition, then we'd all be watching UFC. Pro wrestling is a story, you know, it's a character. If it was about thing. if it was about athletic competition, Brad Regans would have been the biggest star in wrestling exactly. history. Here's the biggest thing. I was talking about Undertaker earlier. We can say the same thing about Goldust. We can say the same thing about Mankind. The problem is that character development needs to happen. Because like with Goldust, let's deal with him. He started off as an androgynous character. And then all of a sudden it was, you know, oh, he has a wife. He has, has a daughter. And this is why he does what he does. And then, oh, it's because he has problems with his dad. Right. It makes you believe. It makes you right. relate to that character. We don't have that now. The Undertaker is the same thing. The Undertaker should have been the dumbest fucking character in the in the history of pro wrestling. But he was smart enough to realize that, you know what, we've got to give a human size to this. We need to evolve the character. I, now, I hate I hate to bring a modern a modern expression to an old school theme, adapt, evolve. He did. He still now, is. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if Triple H had stayed as the 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 you know elitist guy that he was? Yeah, it would have been what's Paul Levesque doing in in in, in TNA Impact? Exactly. That's the problem now. You don't have character development because let's face it, character development is what makes us love. You know, yes. there's a reason why. There's a reason why, and I hate to bring this up, but in in the Marvel movies, there's a reason why. By the time you got to Civil War and Captain America fought Iron Man, you believed in it and you bought your fucking ticket. And you didn't Mm -hmm. when Superman fought Batman because there was no backstory. There was no reason for it. That's the the one thing lacking here in pro wrestling. It can work today. It can work today. But the problem is that you have a bunch of would-be writers that think they know what pro wrestling is, that think they know what stories are. And it, it, okay, Archie. My feeling is, is that <laughs> once this is all over, once COVID is done, and we go back to whatever normal truly is, um, fans are going to, of course, come out in droves. There's going to be sellout crowds at every wrestling event possible, whether it be indie or WWE. And do that. Support wrestlers. Support wrestlers. But once you get fans going into that arena to WWE and AEW and see that it's still the same. Because like you said to your to your words, Nate, it's now entertainment. It's not mm-hmm. wrestling anymore. No fan is going to want to sit there for 45 minutes and look at the screen while the Money in the Bank match is going on. They want to watch it going on in front of them. No fan is going to want to watch a bone, Boneyard match or a, a fun Firefly Funhouse match happening on tape because I did not give anywhere from $750 a ticket to $25 for my nosebleed seat to watch on a screen. I came mm-hmm. there to watch it live. So once the fans see that the allure is over, are they going to walk out, or are they still going to see it as a family fun time and go back to the arena every time it's there? Also, I think that if the NWA plays its card right and continues to develop and can show any major com- uh, cable channel, doesn't matter what channel it is. It could be the damn home shopping network. If they get on TV, the NWA will flourish again and grow and become at least the number two wrestling company in the world. Why? Because there will still be those hardcore WWE and AEW fans that will watch them. That might give them a small edge, but NWA will continue to grow. 
Okay, um, shut that shit down. Okay. All right. Uh, my hey, honest feeling no, is... No. Hey, Chris hasn't gotten his final word yet. Hold your horses oh, there, Sparky. Go. Um, I feel, I feel honestly, at this current juncture with the current situation, climate going on in the world, when everything does go back to quote-unquote normal, it's not any longer going to be on con. It's not going to be on man. It's literally going to be on the indies to bring back wrestling to what it was. Because, like how Archie said, fans are going to want to see something happen in front of them, and that's what the indies strive on. It's mm-hmm. going to be the indies that are going to have to step up to the plate, bring the fans back, bring the love back, bring the passion back, and then it's going to step back up to the WWE. I don't think the big leagues are going to be able to flourish right out of the gate like we're hoping. I think it's going to be the indies that are going to have to step up and show this is what you love, this is what you lost. Definitely. So, again, what I've said last week, I'm going to say again, show your support to your local superstars, show support and love to those indies. Because those are the guys that bust their ass. They're the ones that have a real job. They're the ones that don't do this for a living. They do it out of passion. Show them support. Mm -hmm. Show them love. Get their merch. Support them. Help them continue their dream. That way you can continue what you love. Watch what you want. Support what you love. Don't be a dick. All right. I like it. So I will wrap up quickly. Real quick. Um, Before you go, go I'm sorry. I I I have to bring this up. We have been talking here, guys, for an hour and a half almost. We've had a, a, a heated discussion. We've had people who disagreed and agreed with different opinions. Can you imagine this? Five guys who are good friends, best friends. We had they a have great burgers. We had, <laughs> we had a great conversation. No, no, we had a debate. No one got mad at each other. Nope. No one screamed at each other because people have different opinions. So knock that shit off. People can have different opinions. That's what makes like us I said, great. Yeah, you love what you love. Don't be a dick. Say he was a dick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Except for Aaron. Aaron's a dick. So he's a lovable dick. He him. wears that badge proudly. He's like, right. check out my I'm a dick badge. Look at it. <laughs> I love the look, look on his bad. face right now. I love the look on his face right now. Like, he's like, to me. How did this oh, go from a from yeah, a debate to a, let's pick out Aaron? Like, oh, oh, what do you mean I'm a dick? The other night when I left to go to the restroom, he's like, oh, it's a fat guy. <laughs> you are a fat guy. I know. I didn't call you anything. No, he didn't, Kyle. No, he didn't, Kyle. No Kyle, Kyle, he didn't say that. You know what he said? What? Because I, I had to turn it into a, a podcast. He said, Kyle weighs a lot. That's what he said. On his mind. Yeah, he went, but you see, weigh a lot on also, his mind. Also, hey, you know, you know <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. Kyle, yeah, you're you're on the diet, okay, and that's fine. Let's call and, it what it is. I'm a fat ass. You're fat. Yeah. Well, but hold on is, a second. No, no, hold no, on. Hold on. Hold no, no, no. Because everybody is fat. Ladies, ladies, look. Let me finish my statement. Let me guys. Come on, let's not. Let me finish. Let me finish. If we sugarcoated it, you'd probably eat it. Let's, I would. I'd gobble that beef. And let's, let's, let's allow me, allow, <laughs> allow me. I just last call. I'm punching you both. I know. Chris, you, and that's what I'm you saying. They put us at the bottom because we're wearing blue club shirts. 
I want to go to the bar too, but let me finish this statement. I'm wearing a Marty shirt. Let me finish this statement. Like right now, if all of us were in the same environment, and like say we were in a, okay. Hey, I got that that from me. That's cool. Did you get that from me? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I bought that from you. I bought that from you. Yeah. Let me finish my statement. Okay, go ahead, Skinny. Go ahead, Skinny. Say we're all in the bank. Okay? Mm-hmm. We're all in line at the bank. I'm taking my money yeah. out to go eat. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and a group, of people, come, Mother and a group of people come to rob it. Mm-hmm. Okay? And they rob this bank. Oh. But before they can get out, somebody hits the button. And it's like, rah, rah, rah. and the fucking authorities show up. And somebody's going to take the, the people robbing the bank are going to take hostages. I'm probably gonna get taken. Yes, you are. Like, like Archie's not gonna get taken. No, nope, Chris nope. ain't gonna get taken, and Kyle ain't gonna get taken. I'm gonna get taken because I'm a little dude, and they're gonna be like, we can maneuver this guy wherever what? we need to. He'll fit but the they're like, take that one. They're like Kyle, Chris, and Archie. They can just right. They can just hunker <laughs> down, and they ain't gonna. This has been dude. a plan our whole life. Fuck you! I'm in the break room eating the fucking. Chex mix out of the vending machine. <laughs> y'all, y'all big fat guys, you got it going on. Like Thank you ain't getting I am not up. fat. I I am horizontally in 4K. And I'm fluffy. <laughs> you You're wide motherfuckers. You wide motherfuckers. You ain't getting taken. I'm gonna get taken. We've been planning for this our whole life. We said when we were little, we don't want to be taken. We're horizontally enhanced. You guys are just like, we're going to be cherubs our entire life. <laughs> I ain't wearing a fucking diaper. Fuck you. Hey, hey, I was once skinny, and it was the worst six months of my life because I was unhealthy. <laughs> you cherub. I thought you were going to say I was skinny nowhere. once, but it was the worst six months of my life because I was still in my mother's gut. No, no. So, I was healthy, and it was not fun. Healthy people suck. <laughs> They're bad moods. I was skinny once. It was bad because bad things caused weight loss. The the hostess got the mostest, don't they, Archie? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Wait, hostess cupcakes, what? Hey, I've choked on lettuce before. I have never choked on a cupcake. Hold on. Line of the week. Line of the week. Dude. What do you have? Archie, you'll love this. Okay. Ooh. That's the Bret Hart Ultimate Edition. Oh, my God. Look at this. This is Kyle. amazing. Kyle. And he lo- he looks like, hold on, hold on. Put him back up there, Kyle. Kyle. He's got a DHBK. Oh, Kyle. man. No, put him back. You, you have him positioned like he's like, what are you talking what are you, about? What are, you, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you he's about to break in a Bollywood dance. <laughs> look at this. Look at this. No, it looks nothing like God. him. God, until... I think when they, I think when they did the scans for Shawn Michaels every day, they brought him in. They were like, "Okay, Shawn, sit still." And Shawn went, "Okay." (laughs) There's not one figure where it looks like Shawn Michaels. No, but goddamn, these guys. So, so before before I do the sign off here, I got a winner. We had two. No. no, I gave Nate the win. I told Nate he wins. I, I sided with Nate. No, Aaron, you don't have to pick a winner. 
Archie already said he, I win. And yes, you'll, take, you'll, take, you'll take 20 minutes to pick a winner, and Chris wants to go to last call. So <laughs> now listen. You? I'm going to pick one second to win a winner. Okay, go ahead. One second to win winner, a winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Nate. Guess who won this debate? Nate. Guess Chris. who won it? Chris. Nate. No. The fans. Everybody shut up. Guess who won? Who won? You? I did. Of course. <laughs> Nate, who's known me longer than anybody, was like, who? And Archie's like, Aaron's going to pick him himself. That's why I love you. That's why I love you. Who do you for the win? Listen, David Gold earlier. I guess because we yammer on, put in my SpongeBob voice three hours, three hours later. And uh, David Sorry, Gold also, Jesus Christ, Nate, David Ramble. David Gold also said, and all love, Wrap hashtag, up, old guy. hashtag booty beef. Aaron, you might like that. And Raymond Stevens, Ray Stevens, the streak said, good show, fellas. All right, so that being said, I just want to make one quick announcement, then I'm going to let these guys go. I want to thank you guys for being here. Another great discussion. I love this group of fellas. That's why they're my crew in the you Weekend Wrestling it. Podcast. I'm drink a beer with us. And, I, no. And, no. <laughs> um, Maybe a team player there, Chief. <laughs> the, why the hell is he going to go out and drink a beer? The... Other thing I want to announce is, and I think the guys thought I was joking about this and I wasn't, we are, because I think wrestling's dead, we talk about the modern product on Sunday nights. We are changing the name of the Sunday night show, but it will still be there. It is now Sports Entertainment Sunday. So that's what we're going to call it. I hate that fucking name. Wow. I wanted it to be Sunday Night Meat. No, I, 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 you know what? I, I wanted to be at the bar 20 minutes sports, ago. We don't get what we all want. Sports uh, Entertainment Aaron. Sunday. Sunday night meet. We'll come up with something better in the future, but that's Please. what I got right now. But I'm not going to call it We Can't Wrestle Live anymore because this ain't wrestling anymore. But we We're can't wrestle, yet. though. We still can't wrestle. I'm sorry. No, we can't. Here's the thing, guys. How about you I guys? I also said hot fudge. Now but Zeka made, made me a cool logo. Archie, I have to use it. Oh God! All you guys, all you guys, all you fans, everybody watch right now. Send us your ideas for the names for Sunday. Yes. Night. Yeah. Yes. Now, now we analyze that way we can have NWA since you know I that's put actually a poll, wrestling. I put a fucking poll up, and it was like Sunday night meet. None of those, Sunday. none of those are what I want to call this show. It's not always about you, old guy. <laughs> it, act, it actually is because I pay the bills. <laughs> If you're going to live in my house. This is true. You better cut that hair. <laughs> I just get some, did. Get some sleeves, Kyle, if you're going to live I under my roof. I jeopardize being yeah. caught in the right to get my hair cut. He Thank you. He can't get sleeves because then I have to redo the custom. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't want to no do way. that. Where's my custom my figure? No, hold on. I found, Archie, where's my I custom found figure? Head. I found the head, but I can't do glasses, <laughs> so it's just going to be you without glasses. I just I got my beard fixed. Okay. Yours, I'm thinking I have to modify, and please don't get mad, uh, Chris. I may be having to modify an earthquake head because of the beard. <laughs> I'm thinking you could modify an anvil head because I'm, I, I've am i got some anvil nicely shaped yeah, goat yeah, beard. Yeah, we an What head was mine? You know why Christian. I have a custom? Huh? And you don't, Christian. Aaron? You know why I have a custom and you don't? 
Christian? I'm marketable. Christian, yeah. I'm marketable. <laughs> same hairdo, same beard. I'm, I'm marketable, boy. Yeah. I use John Cena. You're, you're market, all right. Hold yeah. on, hold on, guys. <laughs> Shut up for a minute. Yes, Christian. Apparently, my head is Christian. For okay, now, I'm it's the best the bar, one. Um, I'm just going to drive by and either see. That or so I I'll could, see y'all either later. that or I could modify a Dean Ambrose. <laughs> all right. At least he yes. has talent. Right. <laughs> Say goodbye, crew. Good night, everybody. Goodbye, crew. Tomorrow for the virtual show. Goodbye, crew. Yes. Check out Hacksaw tomorrow night in the virtual asylum. Check out Hacksaw Jim Duggan. We will see you then. We'll see you then. (laughs) Well, there you have it, everybody. Episode 99 in the books of the We Can't Wrestle podcast. The conversation. Um, I don't know if you agree with me, if you agree with Archie, if you agree with any of our points, um, everybody, of course, these are the greatest guys in the world for me to have a conversation with about this. My buddies at the We Can't Wrestle podcast, and it never gets disrespectful. There's no hate. There's no, you know, there's enough of, there's fucking enough of that in the world right now. Um, but that being said, that is our conversation on whether or not pro wrestling is dead. I think it is. Sports entertainment, again, is still out there. It's still doing its thing. It's still chugging along. Um, But I do want to say thank you to everybody for supporting us through 99 episodes. Episode 100 is going to be huge. We have a lot planned for the show. It's going to be, I'm assuming, a very long episode of the show. So I'm looking forward to recording that over the next couple of weeks, get it all put together, and present it to you. We Can't Wrestle episode 100 coming up. And uh, don't forget to, if you're not already, be a part of our Facebook group, the We Can't Wrestle podcast Facebook group, and subscribe to the We Can't Wrestle YouTube channel. More things coming this year on YouTube, and there will be a new website for the show as well this year. So looking forward to a lot more. Hopefully the back half of 2020 is better than the first half has been. But anyway, I'm rambling. Let me sign off here, and we will see you folks at episode 100. Have a great one, wrestling fans.